Welcome to the Boomer the Babe Show, your headquarters for interesting and stimulating conversations with people who have been there, done that, and bought the t-shirt. Yes, indeed, and welcome to the Boomer the Babe Show. I'm Pete Peters. And I'm Deborah Brown. And we've got some other voices or something going on in the background. And I think we're going, oh, there is. It was a there feedback. It, goes. <laughs> it was a feedback. And, yeah. uh, as I said, Sorry I'm Pete Peters. And I'm Deborah Brown. <laughs> and we're here. Uh, I read the Boomer and the Babe show on a Tuesday morning edition. Uh, we got rid of the rain here in uh, Arizona, and it's still a little chilly out, but I think we're getting back to uh, warmer spring days again. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, anything to add, Deborah, before we get to our guests? Well, just talking about the weather, it's nice to actually ask the dog to go on outside instead of having to kick her outside. <laughs> we don't ever kick our dog, but it's been uh, it's been raining, and she doesn't like to get wet. So. Yeah, she, she <laughs> doesn't funny. like to get herself wet, exactly. Uh, well, our guest today is Mr. Zig Gruz. Uh, he's into investing in art. He's got uh, uh, something that he calls L.A.B., which is Liberator Art Brand, and uh, we're going to find out more about that as we go. But to get us going, first of all, Zig, uh, Deborah has a way of starting off the show, so I'm going to turn it over to her right now. Well, welcome to the show, and what I'd like for you to do is, rather than my reading your bio, what I'd like to have you do is give me what I call your two-minute movie, and that is your life, as far back as you'd like to go, all the way to when you were a little boy or born or whatever, and all the way till today sitting with us. So please, your two-minute movie. Well, good morning, everybody, and nice being with you, and thank you for this opportunity. Um, yes, my name is Zygruz, and uh, I originally from Soviet Union. Like you can maybe tell by my accent, I am not natively born. I came to the U.S. about uh, 35 years ago. And this became my country. I love this country. I love its people. I think it is the best country in the world. And uh, so I, for about uh, 20-some years, I was an electronic design engineer, was a manager working in different technical fields. So I'm, I guess, uh, as middle class as you can get. And uh, uh, about 20 years ago, uh, I am... Three other individuals decided to start a business, and in the beginning it was a very promising business. It was the beginning of the internet, uh, and we had a bad experience with one of our partners, who completely misrepresented himself. He took advantage of us for about six months, and then when it was apparent that he cannot do what he promised to do, he actually turned around and sued us. He you know, has a part as personally, claiming uh, all kind of uh, crazy things. And we were all very hurt by that experience. So we went to our lawyer. We thought it, it's uh, some nightmare. He's going to go away. Uh, but anyway, we were informed that uh, he probably has no case, but uh, the way legal system works, you never know what can happen, and there is a possibility that we can lose. And even if we win, just the procedures and courts are going to cost us at least $50,000. To make long story short, uh, nobody won, nobody lost. Uh, it cost me personally about $30,000. And, uh, you know, and we basically just settled. Uh, but the whole experience left a really bad scar on me and on others. This, uh, we were, you know, felt completely helpless, completely, you know, the whole process was completely unfair. Here we are trying to do the right thing, trying to start a business, and here uh, somebody suing us for completely nothing, and it cost us many, many thousands of dollars. And again, that was a good, uh, you know, solution, because we, you know, nobody lost. If we would lose, we would actually be in a lot worse situation. So I spent the next uh, 15 some years trying to figure out, you know, studying the asset protection field, legalities, taxes, and stuff like that, trying to see if there was a, a way for an average person to protect and preserve, the, you know, their assets, at least portion of it. Because, you know, like we all know, uh, if you have any kind of legal bills, medical bills, or somebody suing you, 
you have a chance to lose everything. And if you try to fight it, again, it could be too expensive. Or you can lose everything, or it can cost you too much money that you perhaps may never recover again. And it's a hard-earned money that your your family uh, try to accumulate over the years. So anyway, about uh, two years plus, uh, maybe two and a half years ago, finally we had an idea that there is actually a very simple solution. You know, even like before we thought we couldn't do it because all the present solutions are involved with a lot of money. Uh, you need lawyers, you need uh, some experts. You know, usually it involves trust, uh, foreign bank accounts, uh, you know, lo uh, local and foreign corporations and stuff like that. And only super rich can do that. You know, only super rich have uh, enough resources to set up this type of infrastructures and do it right. The uh, rest of us, especially like I said, the middle class and even lower upper class are completely helpless. We, we not, not much we can do. The only thing was left to some people uh, to uh, open like a foreign bank account and hope that nobody's going to discover it. But again, if you would have a foreign bank account and, you know, and keep it secret, you would be breaking a law. It was, was never a good thing. So anyway, uh, we coming back to, uh, you know, about two and a half years ago, we finally had a solution, that, and it's a perfect solution. It's a business solution that makes sense. It may be a little bit hard to understand in the beginning because you, it requires a little bit out-of-the-box thinking, but it, it is very, very simple. Uh, All right. Started, yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, so you had a situation that – caused you a lot of pain and aggravation and you sat down and said I am going to figure out how to solve this problem for myself anytime in the future and for other people and I'm going to come up with this this thing and what is the thing it's art liberator brand what is that I am I'm I'm interested I don't know what is it right uh, okay let me try to explain and like I said, in a way, it's very, very simple. We are uh, art, you know, manufacturing company. We produce a product. The product we produce is art. We use uh, you know, emerging artists, talented artists, and reproduce their art under our own brand. So, like uh, from the perspective, what it is, it's we have a product. It's art, and the unique. There are many, many unique things about it. But one of the most unique things, what we do, we offer safe investment opportunity in ours. And why we say it's a safe investment? Because we offer unprecedented 10 years worldwide return guarantee on all our artworks. So people have 10 years to decide if they want to keep it or they can return it. And they can return it from anywhere in the world. And even uh, other options that have, you know, we offer free art replacement in case of like a theft or in case of loss. Uh, there is, you know, many, many other benefits that we can go into, uh, you know, in more details. Uh, but basically the idea is that we are the only company in the world that offering safe investment opportunity with financial, free financial protection for all funds that people use to invest in, or, you know, to purchase our art. And what we mean by that, uh, why it's uh, what we call a free financial uh, protection, let's say you buy a piece of art that costs $10,000, okay? Well, this $10,000 now becomes, uh, you know, legally it becomes, it no longer belongs to you, right? Uh, you have a piece of art that, may or may not have uh, a value on the open market, okay? Uh, especially in the beginning, it's probably your value is going to be very limited. But at the same time, you and only you as a you know, registered art owner can re return it anytime during 10 years. Okay, so you, can, you and only you or 
person who you transfer your ownership to, basically, can recover this $10,000, okay? But for, for everybody else, it's, it's not an asset, okay? They cannot get this money. We are not obligated to honor the return guarantee to anybody else but the, to the registered owner. So that's how very, very simply anybody can protect any amount of money they want, okay? And we don't tell people how much money it is and everybody decides for themselves. But speaking about perfect you know, diversification, this is as perfect as that can get. Because basically you can put any amount of money that you feel comfortable, that you would like to protect it and keep it for any day, if you want to call it that way, okay? And, uh, it, you know, the whole process takes uh, just minutes, just like buying any other product. So when you look at this piece of artwork that you have um, purchased this way, or not purchased, but acquired. Um, well, it is a purchase, like, but whatever, it, whatever you want to call it, uh, you can call it invested in, you can call it purchased, you can call it acquired. It's the same thing. Uh, on one side, it's as simple as buying a product. So you purchasing or acquiring, you know, a product. In this case, it's an art. Right. Now, what I was going to say is, though, so when you look at this piece of art on your wall, I'm assuming you go ahead and hang it, right? Um, then it's you sort could, of like... I mean, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's it's sort of like looking at your own Swiss bank account hanging on the wall. That's right. You, it's actually a very good point. And you don't have to hang it. It's up to you, okay? Uh, and that's another uh, advantage that we offer. If you want to keep it completely secret, you can, okay? Uh, because this uh, purchase doesn't have to be recorded anywhere. Again, it's, uh, you're buying a product, okay? So you can keep it completely. You can buy it anonymously. You can keep it secretly if you like. If you like to brag about it, you know, you can do that too. You put it on a wall or anywhere you want. You can display it for all your friends. One of the advantages that we offer, the benefit also, is that we think every our art has a serial number, you know, have our logo uh, and a serial number, year it's produced, and a price. So when you buy one of ours, you don't have to prove, you know, uh, people don't need to rely on your words to know how much you paid for it. It's basically right there. Okay, so if it says it's $100,000, it is $100,000. If it says it's $5,000, it's $5,000. Okay, I've got a question here for you. Because you said that you uh, work with emerging artists. Uh, so let's say that I have uh, uh, done several paintings and I, no, nobody knows me. They, they haven't. Rec I've not been recognized at all. And I come to you and I say, Zig, I've got these five uh, paintings that I've done. Uh, how? Where do we go from here? How do we? How do we work? What, what's What's the next step? I've got the paintings. You say that you'd like to have them as part of your. Uh, part of your collection or your offerings opening uh, yeah. yeah what so what what do you do with me and how do i make money on my paintings okay great question very great uh, good question before i answer it directly let me a little bit explain how uh you know prices work on art or anything else like what makes what art uh, worth 20 million dollars and then a exactly similar art could work for only $100, right? So it's as simple as supply and demand, okay? So if, some, if there are people or a group of people or single individuals or whatever it is are willing to buy a piece of art, a car, or some other collectible item for a certain amount of money, that's the price, okay? So in other words, if uh, somebody would say, how much pizza... Uh, uh, signature cost, right? And somebody might say, well, it might be cost $50 or it might cost $100, right? But let's say somebody comes along and says that for every piece of signature uh, on this particular piece of art or on a business card for that matter, I'm willing to pay 
$10,000. And it doesn't matter how many of them are willing to pay $10,000. Well, guess what? Now, Pete's signature costs $10,000, okay? And so that's why Picasso, let's say, worth $20 million, not because it's a, per se it's a Picasso, it's because he's dead and, and everybody knows about it. All those factors contributing, obviously, okay? But the main factor is there is a market for it that somebody is willing to buy it. Uh, for that amount of money, that somebody paid it, something similar before, and now they are willing to buy it for this amount of money. Okay? So let's say during the World War II, Picasso that cost today maybe $20 million, you might have bought it for a piece of bread. Just because, uh, you know, there was no, not much market for Picasso, right? Uh, so anyway, that's how any kind of market uh, work, right? Supply and demand. Uh, so that's what makes it one of the things for us that we control the price, okay? Because we are willing to stand behind it, okay? So if we produce art for $10,000, or if we sell it for $10,000, and we are willing to take it back, in effect, for $10,000, right? So we basically think this art costs $10,000. If we produce an art and it say it's a hundred thousand dollars, right? And we're willing to take it back for a hundred thousand dollars, we in effect, you know, making it uh, price a hundred thousand dollars, and there is no argument about it. Okay, nobody really can tell you it's not because there is somebody who's willing to buy it for that amount. Okay, so yeah, like uh, if uh, same thing with collectible, any kind of collectible, right? If somebody is willing to buy it for some ridiculous amount of money, it's their business. But now that's the price. So that's what makes it very easy, in a way, for us to control the prices. Okay? Uh, so now, coming to your question. Uh, let's say there is an artist, right? And uh, he has, or he or she has, a number of paintings. And we decide to use their paintings in our, under our, you know, reproduce it under our own brand. So we would acquire the rights to number of their paintings. Not to all of their paintings, but just to number. Uh, and number could be any number. It could be uh, as uh, little as one, uh, and could be 10, or could be some other number, okay? Uh, but basically, we acquire full rights to those paintings, okay? And what we offer to an artist, uh, we basically say, well, now we're going to, uh, reproduce your art under our own brand. You know, just similarly like any other brand. Let's say uh, Cartier would uh, hire a designer to design their watches, okay? Yeah, so now the value of these designers would obviously appreciate a lot, okay? The, you know, his or her product would now demand a lot higher price because now you know, some brand, you know, using their designs and they're selling it for a lot of money. So let's say if we acquire some painting and we set a price $10,000, okay, now this artist will be able to demand for his other works of art a lot more money than he was doing before, right? Uh, then, so they do not get uh, initially direct benefit from this uh, you know, art that we acquire the rights to. But basically what we do offer to them is that if we ever resell the original art, they will get 50% of the value. So they will always, one way or another, uh, benefit from it. Plus they get publicity, they get more recognition because of their art now selling for this a lot higher value. So we, in a way, will be trying to create artificial, well, uh, all markets are artificial, okay? So it's artificial, maybe not a good word, okay? It's only artificial in the beginning, but once you create a market, it now becomes a market. Just like, a, let's say, a stock market today is like 18,000 or something, and it's not because it's worth that, okay? It's just because now it's a new market. Uh, there is no necessarily a basis for that, like economic or uh, any other one, okay? It's just that's what it is today. Uh, or certain cars, are, you know, like a Ferrari, 
uh, could be selling, you know, like a 1970s or whatever, could be selling for $2 million. Again, it's uh, just a new market, not because it's worth, okay, not because it's such a great car. Okay, now, so, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Jake, yeah. let me ask you another question here. I have an original piece of art, and I bring you my original piece of art, and you agree that you're going to take that art from me. It's going to cost, I'm going to get nothing for it now, but you're going to make uh, copies of it. You're going to reproduce yes. it. Okay. Right. So there, there is only one original piece of art, correct? That's right. That's right. There's well, only well, one original you're picture, acquire, and you're, and you're going to reproduce this uh, as a lithograph or or whatever, however you're going to reproduce it. And yet, that's what that's what you're going to be marketing, is that that's reproduction. Right. That's right. So okay. depending on the price we said. We it's going to be a strictly limited amount of reproduction, okay? It's going to be very small amount of reproduction, okay? Obviously, the higher the price, as you said, the fewer the reproduction. So if it's a half a million dollar or hundred thousand dollar, it's probably going to be only one reproduction, okay? What it so it's never going to be more. Like if we said, it's only one or only two. It's always going to be that amount. It's never it could be less, but it never can be more, okay? advantage of that, that we are reproducing it, okay, we can make control the size. So if somebody wanted uh, to have, you know, our standard size is, uh, you know, like an a 8 by 10, okay, but if somebody buying expensive piece of art and they wanted to have like a really big size, we can do it, okay. And in, another many advantages that we offer is that people actually can return their art without having a possession of it. Okay, and this is like a really, really unique concept, okay, that nobody else can offer, obviously, uh, but it's very, very powerful. What it means, like, uh, let's say your art was stolen from you, okay? You inform us that it was stolen, or you can just go on our website and do it, okay? And we will basically be able to cancel that art, making it basically worthless, okay? And we will issue a replacement, with a new serial number and, and stuff. So now this replaced art becomes original, if you want to call it that way. Okay? So, because let's face it, anybody can make copy of an art. Let's say uh, there is a millions of copies probably of Picasso. Okay? But there is only one original. Okay? Or maybe, maybe few originals. Uh, and nobody, there is actually some art that people don't even know which one is original. Okay? Uh, because it's in a way relatively easy to, you know, make a fake art, okay? Especially if it goes back uh, centuries. It, people, a lot of times, even experts cannot determine which one was the original, okay? So they will claim, you know, each owner will claim the one as original. And as long as some experts agree with them, they have a legitimate case, okay? But with us, it's a lot simpler. We can actually cancel the art. And what only the registered owner can benefit from the art initially, they can prove it to anybody else, okay, that they own the art, and nobody else can prove it. We have a really uh, nice feature that anybody can go on our website and type in the serial number of the art, okay, and then registered owner can provide uh, you are there, uh, what we call it, access number, okay? That access number, that they are the only ones who control. We do not control it. They set their own number, okay? And they can change it at any time. So they can actually, let's say I, I need to prove it to Pete that I own this art, right? Like all, only I own it, like nobody else owns it, right? I would give you a number that I set, okay? And I can even put a custom message, like, for example, saying, Yes, Pete, I really own this art, okay? And now you yourself can go on our website, type in a serial number of the art, type in an access number that I provided to you, okay, as an owner, uh, and you will get a message that this person does own this art, okay? And if I put a custom message, let's say, yes, Pete, I really own this, this message will display it. Okay, so I can prove it beyond any doubt that I and only I own this art. Okay, 
And another thing is we offer when uh, our 10 years worldwide return guarantee does not require our possession. That's also very, very powerful. So imagine this, like somebody, you know, uh, let's say in Syria or Iraq or U- United States or whatever, okay, uh, pick any country you want. You circumstances such that you need to run away, okay? People killing Christians or whatever the situation is, right? And you have to run away from your city, from your country, and whatever. And normally, you would be completely destitute, right? You have nothing, okay? So whatever you had, you have to leave behind. Whatever money, gold, or whatever, you couldn't take it with you, okay? Whatever you had, right? And you would be destitute. But we actually offer for you opportunity to survive and prosper, okay? You can go to any country in the world and claim your ownership, right, okay? And say, hey, I want to return my art, okay? So even if you don't have a possession, whatever art you own one or more pieces, you can actually return it without having a possession and without physically returning it to art. We would treat it like a the art was destroyed or lost, we will cancel it, okay? So it's no longer, you know, legitimate art. And we will refund your money, whatever the money is due to you. Okay, so I've got a piece of art. It's in my house. My house catches fire. The art burns up. And I call you and I say, Zig, I had a house fire. My art's burned up. It doesn't exist anymore. Right. What's What's the next step in the process? Well, the next step, uh, the process, like I said, you can do it all, handle it all on the website, or you can just call. Uh, but next process is basically what do we want to do? Do we want us, do we want a replacement, okay, or do we want a return, okay? And it's up to you. So if you want to replace it, we will issue, you know, replacement art, okay? We will cancel the existing one. We will issue replacement with all its benefits and everything, right? Or if you want to return it, we will send you the money. Hmm. Pretty good. So <clears throat> the other part about this is the uh, there's a um, obviously you have to be able to um, hold that money in some kind of I would say what trust or something like that. Right. So that right. You have yeah. you have everybody's money. Yeah, it's another very important point. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, so the way it is, okay, we, the, uh, one important thing we'd like to, uh, for your listeners to understand that the whole thing was created for people, okay? It was created to give people opportunities, okay, of uh, safe investment, opportunity of protecting the money, opportunity of uh, being be able to care for their family, okay? So, so what, when we... Uh, give you like a 10 years return, worldwide return guarantee. And as a matter of fact, this PDF could be extended for extra fee for another 10 and 20 years, so making it up to 30 years. Okay. Uh, but basically what we do, one of the features we offer, uh, we will hold 80% of the funds received. Okay. Because of our guarantee, there is a 20% return fee. So if you do choose to return, okay, there is a 20% fee. Okay, and that's maximum of the fees. There is no other fees. Okay, if you choose to keep your art past 10 years or past return period, great. And that's what we want you to do. We will try to appreciate the art. Okay, we will try to create market and demand for the art. Okay, so you would actually keep it past return guarantee and keep it as a piece of art. Okay, that actually appreciated in value. So you're happy with it, okay, and you decide to keep it. And that's how we as a company can make real profits, okay? But if you do choose to return, there is a 20%, okay? So that fee is always, if you want to call it, that's our minimum uh, income, if you want to call it, okay? That's, your, that's, your, income, it's yes. that's, your, that's your commission. Right. So and that's how we can operate the company, that's how we can pay people and stuff like that. So this is our guaranteed, uh, you know, income uh, or commission or whatever you want to call it. Now, as far as this 80%, we are legally obligated, okay, because we are offering guarantee, you know, just like if you go to Costco, let's say, and they say we give you two-year guarantee, 
Okay, they actually have to allocate enough funds to cover the return. Okay, they uh, have uh, you know they come up with a number. They say whatever. In their case, they'll say let's say 20% of the people gonna return or 10% will return, and they have to allocate enough money to cover to, uh, the return. Okay, uh, in our case, because we are giving in this case 10 years guarantee or even more, okay, uh, and we offer a product that, you know, it is possible that almost everybody won't return. If we cannot appreciate the price of the art, right, there is probably no reason for people to keep it, okay? So there is a possibility that everyone, or at least theoretically, would want to return, okay? So we are legally obligated to keep enough funds, okay? So we will keep actually 80% of the funds in completely separate accounts, in completely, in, you know, trust-type accounts that we will not use in operation. So that money is always available. So we will be able to return to everybody at any time. The only exception to the rule is that, but again, it's actually something really good for people. What we do, we offer to people up to 75% no-qualifying loan against their art. Okay, and this is done for many reasons, and one of the, uh, you know, because people might need their cash, okay, or maybe they don't want to trust us with their money, okay, because we are, you know, a new entity. Uh, whatever the reason, again, we don't, you know, we don't judge, we don't care. But people at the time of the purchase or any time later can decide that they want to take 75% loan against their art. So to give you an example, let's say you decide to buy a piece of art that costs $10,000, right? At the time of the purchase or any time later, you could say, hey, I want to get 75% loan against it, okay? So the only thing you need to pay us is 25%, okay? So that's the only thing out of pocket money that you're paying. You get 100% ownership benefits, okay, and 100% protection, for all your money, okay, while out-of-pocket expenses are only 25%, okay? So in this case, we obviously do not have 80% of your money. Uh, in this case, you only have 5% of your money, okay? But whatever the case and whatever is due to you in case of return, we will still honor it, okay, and we will still return it. How many how many pieces of art do you have in your portfolio now? Well, right now, again, we are, we started this literally as we speak. Okay, so we launch our fully working website and infrastructure and everything just about a month ago. Okay, and uh, right now we have I think it's about seven there on our website. People can look at it. Okay. Uh, one other actually unique feature we do offer for people who do want to spend more money, like I think it's uh, uh, if you want to spend at least a hundred thousand dollars, you can make your own picture, okay? And we will issue it under our brand, okay? And you'll be able to protect it. So let's say if you want to make it your family portrait worth a hundred thousand dollars or more, for that matter, okay? You can do that. And you can control your size. You can control, you know, whatever picture it is. Or, you know, you, or you're an artist and you want your painting to be sold for a certain amount of dollars, we can do that. Okay? But at, at this time, we have, like I said, we have seven. Uh, but we can increase this, uh, you know, by a lot at any time. Because, again, you know, we completely control the process. So, but the main um, thing to remember is that whatever art you buy is going to be in limited quantity, okay? So we can increase number of pictures offered, okay? But what you bought is never going to be increased, okay? So if you buy something that's only five exists, it's always going to be maximum five. Because yeah, you can't go around flooding the market with it because then it's going to it's going to uh, decrease the value if you flood right, the market. Exactly, exactly. So what what we are doing, like I said, is going to be always limited amount. And as a matter of fact, we will actually limit how many arts we will produce per year. 
okay? So at this point, we would like to have that problem, but, uh, but we basically want to appreciate that. We do not want exactly what you just said. We do not want to flood the market. So we will strictly control how many pieces of art we will sell. So we can have a situation uh, in some you know, near future that when people would want to buy our art, and there won't be any art available. And that's in a way what we do want to create, because we do want to create markets that appreciate. Okay? So if we decide that we're only going to sell uh, you know, 100 pieces this year or 1,000 pieces, whatever the number we decide, this is, depends, again, on the market demand. But we, want it, we will control that number. And that's how your art, if you purchase, will, one of the ways it will appreciate. Okay? Because there is going to be demand and there is not, no art going to be existing to fulfill it. So your art will appreciate it. I want to go back to how the artist makes money. Uh, okay. I've, got, I've, got a, I've got a Pete's picture and, uh, that I, that I uh, painted, and uh, I, I, I give it to you. Now, you give me nothing for it, but you do market it. Now, is there a percentage of that somehow that I get some of that money? Right. Okay. Well, first of all, it's not necessarily we give you nothing for it. It depends on the circumstances, okay? We're basically saying uh, we're going to acquire the rights to the art. It's between us and the artist to negotiate what, if anything, they're going to get for this particular art, okay? Uh, up front. Uh, so there might be some money changing hands, but again, this is between us and an artist. You as a uh, future buyer, it's not kind of your business per se. Now, but as far as artists, so they might or might not get the money upfront. But what one of the things, like I said, the main thing they're gonna get, they get more notoriety, more publicity. So let's say today they are, uh, they are asking a hundred dollars or five hundred dollars for their art, right? If we're gonna start selling the art for ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars, well, yes, now they are automatically, we're going to be pulling it up, okay? So they can actually demand a lot higher prices for their other art, okay? So instead of maybe $500, their art might be, you know, a few thousand dollars or maybe a lot more, okay? Depending, again, uh, uh, you know, where is it? Because we'll bring the, the average price, if you want to call it, higher, right? And so in the long run... If it's Pete's yeah. artwork that we're talking about in this scenario, um, and you have sold his or used his piece, and it's instead of five hundred dollars, it's five thousand dollars. Does he do a press release that says, "I just sold a piece of art for five thousand dollars," and that tells he the can, world? He can fully do that if he wants to. Okay, he can say that my art is being sold and marketing by Liberator Art under their brand. Okay, he can completely do that. Okay. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. He can use it for publicity any which way they want, as long as he does not uh, degrade uh, or mislead the public or whatever. He can do whatever he wants. Okay. And if we decide to sell the piece of art, and that's what we might want to do after the return period expires, right? So let's say there is a 10-year return period, and now we are saying, okay, 10-year return period passed. We do not need to duplicate be able to duplicate the art, okay? We will now uh, want to maybe sell it. If any time we decide to sell his art that he sold it or gave it to us or whatever it is, right, he will get 50% of the proceeds, okay? So he will always benefit one way or another. One other thing what we do, just since we're talking about it, let me mention it. What we also guarantee to users or buyers or customers uh, that all our arts, prices will appreciate at least 10% a year. And in reality, they will appreciate actually more, but we're just saying 10% to be very, very conservative. What we mean by that, if we produce an art in 2015, and it's, let's say, $10,000, okay, if we are selling the same art uh, two years from now, it will increase at least 20%, okay? And like I said, it's probably going to be considerably more. so, so the art that being sold for ten thousand today, in five years, if we'll be still selling that art, let's say somebody returned it, right? 
so we can resell it. So somebody returned it. This art, no, like I said before, will control the limit. Let's say there was only three pieces, right? And somebody returned one of the pieces. Now we can resell it. So if we'll resell that art, you know, five years from now, it's going to cost, we'll be selling it for at least $15,000, okay? And probably a lot more. But this is a guarantee that it's, so that's one of the ways we are trying to create higher demand and higher prices for that. Well, uh, this this is something that I think people have to really study as far as, uh, and I think you've done a good job of explaining it, uh, you know, that as good as you can do on a radio show. But um, I, I think this is something that people need to probably look at your website and study a little bit more about it and get a, and, and talk with you one-on-one about stuff for you or your associates. Uh, so if that's the case, why don't you uh, tell us how they can get hold of you? Yeah, basically we'd like them to go to our website, liberatorart, so one word, liberatorart.com, or they can send email to info at liberatorart.com. Uh, now, one thing I'd like to press along, if I can, is that it is on one side, very complicated in terms of opportunities, okay? Uh, but in terms of actions, it's very, very simple. What, the whole thing, it was created to make individuals, give them, a, if you want to call it, their own financial liberation vehicle, okay? So for a simple process of buying an art, or buying or purchasing or investing in art, whatever you want to call it, that the whole process takes minutes. You automatically can get all the benefits, okay, and almost no drawbacks, okay. And so from the perspective of acquiring the protection, benefits, and whatever, it's very, very simple. You do not need to overcomplicate, overthink it. All, is, is there any so-called complication or uh, more details as for your benefit, okay? It's not to your detriment. So in other words, like we are saying, like if you go on our website, it's saying uh, you can use it as alternative to a Swiss bank account, okay? Again, this is something for your benefit. You don't need to think about it. Like normally, same thing, like if you, uh, it's almost impossible now, for example, to open uh, foreign bank accounts for America, okay? and then if you want, I can go into details, but it's almost impossible. They don't want to even have accounts with Americans, okay? But you can accomplish basically the same thing and more just by simple act of purchasing one of our arts. So I have one more question, and that is, sure. and, and I may have oversimplified it in my own mind, but is it like the piece of art, and you said it was 8 by 10, which is like the size of a piece of paper, right? Um, right. Is it almost like that piece of art is a? It would be a stock certificate or or something like that if you were buying stock. It's almost like uh, that. You can treat it. You can treat it. Uh, whatever. That's uh, again the beauty of our system or our product. You can treat it whatever for whatever reason you buy it or whatever you want. You want to treat it as a stock certificate? It's fine. You want to treat it as a money alternative? It's fine. Okay, whatever you want to treat it, it's up to you, really. Uh, we basically give you the power that you never had before, okay? We're we solving a number of very difficult problems that were unsolvable before very, very simply, okay? Just by simply buying the piece of art. Uh, let me just give you one other is mentioning, uh, especially for more senior people, okay? Like one of the benefits could be uh, for, for retirement purposes, right? I mean, like we all know if you have uh, some medical bills, it could be too expensive. And now you're going to you know, use all your money to pay the medical bill, okay? And that's one of the things we believe is very unfair, right? That if so somebody who is uh, supposedly doesn't have the money, they don't need to pay. And if you work really hard for your money and you have a small savings, let's say, whatever, uh, $50,000, okay, that you'd like to keep it and you'd like to use it for your retirement, or maybe you would like to even pass it along 
to your beneficiaries, to your children, right? Normally, it would be almost impossible or very difficult, okay? You would have to actually use the money and stuff. Uh, with our product, you can purchase a product, right? And you no longer have the money, in, in fact, legally, right? But at the same time, you can pass it along to your children. You could uh, still benefit if you want to return it. Uh, the ownership is really easy to transfer. It's all done online, okay? It uh, doesn't take anything special. You can transfer ownership to anybody you want in any country you want. Uh, so if you want to, let's say, uh, pass it along to your child, what you can do, uh, but you only want to pass it along if you, in case you die, let's say, right? Uh, so what you could do, you could schedule the transfer. Let's say you schedule the transfer a year from now. And if, God forbid, you die, the transfer activated, okay? And now they can accept the transfer and receive the, this uh, piece of art that you transfer into them. Now, if you're still alive and everything, okay, all you do, you reschedule the transfer, okay? You reset the clock, okay? And so you can set it for one year, you can set it for five years, whatever you want, it's up to you. So you can pass along whatever assets you'd like to pass. I mean, whatever money you want to pass, you can pass it along easily. And so you are betting that art will appreciate it. That would be, you know, really uh, going to try to do for art to appreciate. So you increase the value as the art itself, okay? But at the same time, you are passing along, in, even in the worst case scenario, you pass it along uh, whatever sum of money you want to pass to them without involving court, uh, you know, probates, uh, uh, and anything else for that matter. So you can put this in a trust. You can put it in your will. You can do whatever you want with it so that it passes along just like a house, just like a savings account whatever else. Is that correct? Well, it's actually a lot better than that. What, we, what I'm saying is you don't have to put it in your trust and a will. Uh, because anytime you put something in a trust and a will, uh, you're now relying on others to execute it, okay? And if you put it uh, in a lot of times, taxes are involved, for example, you know, like uh, inheritance taxes and stuff. Uh, with us, it's a lot simpler, okay? We completely bypassing legalities of it, okay, uh, because, and again, it's 100% legal, okay, it's nothing illegal about it, because again, this is not an asset for all intensive purposes, okay, it's only an asset, if you sell it, for, uh, just for the sake of argument, if you bought something for $10,000, and you sell it for twenty, okay, well, now you made money, okay, you have to report it, okay, this $10,000 that you made now is your income, you have to pay taxes on this, okay, uh, but if you bought a product and you returned it, okay, you did not receive any appreciated value from it. You're basically returning the product, right? Just like anything else you buy, okay? This is not an income. You did not make any income, okay? So there is no taxes involved. There is no regulations involved, okay? And so that's what, you know, makes a lot of, advantages to using our art as an investment or as a product or as a, you know, safety net or whatever you want to call it. Well, we're getting down to the end of it here uh, for today's show. Uh, Zig, why don't you give us that website one more time and then uh, uh, we'll have to close it down for today. And I'm going to wish you a lot of good luck in your, in your new endeavor. And you, uh, is this something that just you is doing or do you have partners in this? Yeah, I do have partners. We are relatively still small. One of the things we do want to make it, uh, we, idea is actually to try to make it this like a, almost like a grassroots level. So we are open for other people to join us, okay? There is nothing, we are trying to be as transparent as possible, okay? There is nothing secret about it. There is nothing, you know, uh, special per se, you know, like we are hiding from people over there. We basically... Uh, offering people opportunity to own something if they want it in secret and announcement, that is secret, okay? Their information is proprietary, okay? They can own it. But there is nothing secret or, uh, you know, that we're not going to disclose or whatever as far as the company goes. So if somebody wants to join us, we are willing to listen, you know, uh, to other people. But, uh, you know, 
but we have a potential to become like one of the largest companies in the world, we believe, uh, given you know, enough support, and, and what we, that's what we're trying to do. Okay, we're trying to get the word out to, for people to you know, spread the word and be able to see that what a great opportunity we're offering to them. Okay, so our website is liberatorart.com. Okay, and please go and explore it. There is a lot of information on it. There is, uh, we go into legalities, like some people asking, you know, is it legal? Why is that not, you know, and stuff like that. So we are going in, in uh, real details explaining everything there. But, and of course, you can contact us at info at liberatorart.com. Well, Zig, very, that's very good. Thank you very much for all your good information today. Good luck in your endeavor, and uh, uh, I'm glad we could make the connection to have you on the show. Thank you for being well, with us. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and good luck to you, and thank you again. Thanks, <laughs> Bye-bye Zig. now. Take care now. Bye-bye. Okay, that wraps it up for today, and we're going to be back on Friday with a gentleman by the name of Tom Legering. Tom is a local guy here in Arizona, and he's going to be discussing his golf in public schools program that he's doing uh, along with a couple of partners that he has in trying to bring golf, but more than just golf, to uh, the youth of today, which are freshmen in high school, and, uh, and exposing them to something that they possibly have never been exposed to before, and also learning all the wonderful things that golf can uh, contribute and add to uh, a young person's, uh, young person's life and the way they start to grow and mature. So join us again on Friday, 10 o'clock Arizona time, 9 o'clock California. This is Pete Peters and Deborah Brown saying goodbye for now, and we'll talk to you again on Friday. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to the Boomer and the Babe Show with hosts Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. The Boomer and the Babe Show is broadcast live on Tuesdays and Fridays. For a schedule of these shows and other shows produced by the Boomer and the Babe Radio Network, go to boomerandthebabe.com.